must be fucking sick of that intro music this week. I say sick of it. I mean, it is a pretty, uh, it's a pretty sick tune, if I'm honest. Starts off with that little bit of brown noise. Uh, would certainly move swiftly into some heavy guitar licks and or riffs. Uh, audio engineer, nice guy Johnny. Big shout out to him for consistently creating excellent music for every piece of podcast that I stick my grubby little fingers in. Uh, boys and girls, I just wanted to wrap up E3 week, really. Uh, just, I've just got an E3 hangover, you know what I mean? You know when you get that? You know when you've had blood coursing through your hype for like a prolonged period of time and then and then it dawns on you that actually the, the soonest I'm going to get to play any of these is still months away. So like the the hangover's definitely set in. The, the sitting back down trying to play State of Decay 2 or Jurassic World Evolution uh, just hasn't had that same... But it's like... It's like once you've had like a five guys, not not once you've had five guys, not just like some sort of Freddie Mercury, Mr. Fahrenheit sex party. I'm talking a five guys. Once you've had a five guys, it's difficult to truly appreciate as does Butcher's selection quarter pound of beef burgers. You know what I mean? So it's like that at the minute. I've got that little bit of a lull in that A3 hangover where I just... I feel the onset of a funk coming on. State of Decay 2's lost us. Uh, I've still got to do an episode on that. Jurassic Jurassic World Evolution's pretty decent. The I don't know if I'll do an episode on that because I'm I'm not too sure. Ah, fuck it. Might as well. Why the fuck not? Eh? Why not? But I just wanted to wrap up E3 week. A busy week for old influenza. I wanted to wrap up E3 week and just give you a rundown of my top 10 games of the show uh, the the bottom 5 won't have a lot mentioned on them and then obviously the top 5 I'll just go into why they were in the slots why they placed where they did um, let us not stand on ceremony let's just bear in mind that this is this is my list these are the things that through trailers and gameplay these are the ones that got the hype throbbing these are the ones that got these are the ones where I would feel it pulsing in me hype you know what I mean Um, so bear in mind there's going to be some games on here that will place lower than you may have some of the games that you may have placed might not even have made my list I might have stuff on here that you might think what the fucking hell has he put that on there for but that's what this is. It's, it just opens discourse, doesn't it? It just it opens the door for discussion between me and you, me and they. So let's get let's get in amongst it, shall we? Let's let's boil the piss off it, shall we? Everybody loves a list, and here's old franchises top ten games of A3 2018 from ten upwards. In at ten, Gears Five. Uh, Gears Five was teetering. At that number ten slot, I think if I didn't have such, such a, 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 can you call it nostalgic? I mean, Gears is pretty fucking old now. Like we're we're on the fifth, fifth numbered game, and that's not including Judgment. You know what I mean? So I've played everyone. I've loved everyone. 
I've spent a lot of time in the Gaze universe. And uh, although the story seems to have less hooks in us right now, like at the start of the Gaze fucking saga, it was like Gulliver's Travels. There was that many hooks in us. I just couldn't get up. I was pinned to the floor by Gears of War hooks. Um, but over time, those... I mean, the original trilogy ended, and then we've started the new one, and I didn't much care for some of the aspects of the new one, like the enemies and that, the... the what were the DBs? I didn't... I didn't care much for that. Like, I, I was all in on the Lotus War, but I know the story has to move forward, it has to evolve. You can't just retell the same tale over and over again, unless you're Star Wars, of course. But... Gaze of War isn't Star Wars, unfortunately. So, Gaze of War 5. I've got a strong nostalgic connection to Gaze of War. And the trailer did look fucking good anyway. It did look good. I like the direction they took JD. Um, I like the, how they've changed it up. And Kat's going to be the new protagonist. Um, uh, also, Rahul Kohli. Uh, fucking the doc from iZombie. He, he's definitely in that game. He's got one of those unmistakable voices. So, Ginan, Ginan Rahul Kohli. All, uh, all up for that, like. Gears of War, in at number 10. In at number 9. Now, this one may may startle, may baffle, may confound, uh, may cause violent reaction. Death Stranding. Death Stranding, very fucking low on the list. Death Stranding could have very well come in at number 10. Death Stranding uh, has got a lot of what I like to call ghost hype. It's got the ghost of hype about it. Because let's face it, nobody knows fucking anything about this game. Still, years in, many a trailer in, we've seen some gameplay now. And that game's getting built quick, by the way. The assets that they showed at E3 proves, if nothing else, that they are churning through game production at a rate of knots. Um, it did look good. It looked pretty. However, are you a delivery man now? Like, where, where, what, what? Where, where did that come from? How does that fit in with everything we've seen in every other trailer? Like, where's Mads Mikkelsen? Mads Mikkelsen running some sort of neo-Nazi fucking supergroup type deal with evil umbilical cords and black gear in his eyes. Like, there's just so much unknown about this game. Uh, and the ghost of hype rides solely on the shoulders that fucking Kojima's behind it. I know nothing of the game. Uh, I saw nothing of any sort of combat to speak of. Um, it showed some interesting elements, but anything higher on the list was far more, far more enticing for me. So Death Stranding in at number nine. In at number eight, Ghosts of Tsushima. Uh, I really liked the look of that game. It looked fucking stunning. I liked the setting during the Mongol invasion. Uh, if you know anything about the Mongol invasion, like it's just a f- fucking fascinating part of history. Get a bit of history knowledge on the podcast here. Here's a one for you. Genghis Khan, leader of the Mongols. I'm assuming it's the Genghis Khan reign and not his nephew, Kublai Khan. Um, or his great-great-niece, Shaka Khan. Uh, I believe it'll be set in the Genghis Khan days. Genghis Khan is written about in the books. Just It's just a quick history nugget that I'm sure you're going to find fascinating slash horrifying. Uh, in all the records where it's written about Genghis Khan... Uh, about him riding and fucking pillaging and just conquering the entire fucking plateau. He, um, it's often referred to him as taking a wife. As if he just had a million wives. Everywhere he went, he just took like a bunch of wives. 
that was actually a very nice way of saying he raped people. Just let that sit in for a minute. All these people, that's why still to this day, there's a, a shockingly high percentage of people on the planet who, if you get that DNA kit, you know, that Ancestry DNA, or 23andMe and all them, there's a terrifying number of people actually related directly to Genghis Khan. Because he just went a lot. He had that good Mongol fertility, you know what I mean? He was just riding about, murdering people, and just raping women. And he was bareback and the lot of them. Every single one of them, dumping loads, the full plateau. And just got, like... By the sounds of it, everyone he touched pregnant. So, what a fucking terrifying bastard. What a monster. People don't give him the credit for the actual fucking levels of monster that man achieved. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that setting. Just that time in history and for the game to look that good. I mean, the only thing I wasn't keen on was his little straw cape. Definitely don't wear a straw cape. Not when it looks that shoddy. Definitely, definitely go for like a red... A red silk cape. I mean, you'll be on the silk road. You know what I mean? I can't imagine it's that hard to come by. Definitely go for a... Don't, don't wear grass as a cape. One, it looks shit. Two, offers zero protection. I'm not sure if silk offers many like much more protection. But at least you look fabulous when you're getting stabbed in silk. You know what I mean? Everything about that game just appeals to me. Um, so that comes in at a, at a respectful position. Eight. Seven. Dying Light 2. Uh, Dying Light was an absolute fucking shock fucking hit when that dropped. It uh, dropped in a really quiet time. It had a little bit of modern push behind it. Um, when it dropped in a in an empty couple of months, really, when you think about it, it was, it was fucking outstanding. It took everybody by surprise how good that game was. And the second one is doing exactly what it needed to do, taking everything from the first and improving on it, keeping the best bits, and then adding to it, adding a whole another fucking element to it, civilization starting to grow again, and you're back in like the modern day medieval times. It's like medieval times in like an abandoned modern day city, and I do that whole aspect of it just fucking appeals to me, and I do still to this day, despite being absolutely fucking riddled with zombie culture. Yeah, every 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 orifice has had some sort of zombie culture shoved in it, uh, and I'm still not done with it. Like I thought I was, I thought I was. I thought the only thing that would get me back, uh, obviously, State of Decay two, which it did, and Left 4 Dead three. I thought that would be the only game to, to reignite my fires of the zombie zeitgeist, uh, and I've been proven horrifically wrong because Dying Light two has got me. Well excited. I'm actually contemplating going back and playing Dying Light 1 again. Uh, and Days Gone. Days Gone. Obviously they're not calling them zombies, but Days Gone just looks fucking phenomenal. Days Gone very close to knocking Gears of War 5. Gears of War. Gears of War. Days Gone knocking Gears of War off set number 10 spot. Gears of War 5 nearly lost that number 10 slot to Days Gone. Um, and it probably should have, if I'm honest. But like I say, nostalgia counts for a lot. In at number 6, Anthem. Um, from what I saw of Anthem, it looked like it looked like heavy Destiny vibes. I was picking up on it, um, a lot, a lot of similarities to Destiny, but more my my jam, like them javelins, them different like Iron Man Mark thirty six, Iron Man Mark fifty two, and all that shit. Like 
that that got me that that's my that's my jam that's what I'm into uh, and I can see myself jumping in depending on how, how well they achieve it because obviously Destiny promised the world and didn't deliver on half of it if Anthem can deliver what they're promising and what they've laid the game out to be but I can see this being a strong contender for game of the year uh, and I'm looking forward to playing that co-op more more co-op than single player I'm really in that co-op jam at the minute as well like I'm, I'm enjoying the the social aspect of co-op play I think I've, I've satiated my hunger for single player with God of War and Detroit and obviously there's still another couple of games coming on this list that are going to be single player so uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to the co-op aspect of Anthem and again after seeing what I saw and then reading the impressions of people who played it a lot of people were like it's perfect it is perfect in every way obviously not everywhere, the way they've played I don't suppose they've gone deep into dialogue trees or anything like that or seen how, how well Bioware handles that dialogue option which, I mean let's be honest let's just scratch Mass Effect Andromeda off the list Let's let's that can be the exception to the rule that Bioware nails game dialogue and dialogue trees and dialogue options, they're just very good at it masters of their craft so let's hit that top 5 Let's hit that top five. Uh, like, like uh, I've got no point of reference. That's the A3 hangover kicking in. That's that's too many podcasts in a very short space of time kicking in. In at number five, Assassin's Creed Odyssey takes the, the number five spot. Now, I said in the pre-show, and I stand corrected, by the way, I said in the pre-show, I wasn't fully on board with this Assassin's Creed when I first heard it was being when I heard the rumours before the actual full announcement uh, the leak uh, and then obviously seeing the trailer before I saw the trailer I was all for nah you should have held this off you're just slipping back into your old ways and you've you've ruined what could have been a very successful reboot I did say that in the pre-show and I could not be more wrong because Assassin's Creed Odyssey it looks more appealing to me than even Origins did. And Origins was the first one back after the break. Uh, it just looks phenomenal, man, like that. I love that fucking Greek... I'm a bit of a fucking history nerd and I think about it because I absolutely fucking love that Greek timeline as well. The Spartans and just like that fucking Spartan kick. The combat. The characters. You can choose like a, a male or female protagonist. Play how you want to play with them. Just everything about it, the fucking colour, vibrant, vibrant, alive, you know what I mean? So I'm, uh, I'm, that that gets number five for that reason. Proven old franchise wrong, that Assassin's Creed should have waited another year. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting my hands on this. I have been proved wrong, people. In at number four, Spider-Man. Spider-Man just, I mean, it doesn't even really need, it doesn't really need much fucking... The hype does it? It doesn't need me, the hype man, uh, hyper light drifter, um, hyper hyper hydrosis. Doesn't need all fucking super sweaty over here, kicking in with a fucking Paul Heyman esque mouthpiece stuff about Spider Man. It's already done enough. Spider Man didn't have to see a lot because it showed a lot, and I think there's a lot to be said for sure. Don't tell. That seems to be a theme that runs through my whole fucking life. 
but just show us. I don't want to hear, just show us. And what Spider-Man showed us just looks fucking unbelievable. The combat is like, it looks like the Arkham series combat, which was flawless. Let's face it, it was a fucking brilliant combat system in the Arkham series. You've got that combat, but it's not Batman-esque combat. It's, it's fucking athletic. It's fucking, you're bringing webs into it. you sort of, that whole slow-mo spy sense type deal just makes more sense on a Spider-Man game. Uh, and it just, ugh, the web-slinging. The web-slinging looks like nothing we've seen since Spider-Man 2. Obviously, I've had no hands-on, again, all the other people in the games industry who are look to to see what their opinions are whose opinions I value they, uh, they have all said the same as well just everything handles so fucking well so that, that's swung in at number 4 there and he's the top 3 now I'd imagine everybody's top 3 you're probably going to guess me top 3 based on what I haven't already said um, and oh, just the high profile of these 3 games in at number 3 now number 2 and number 3 was a toss up very close. Uh, her whisker between them. A midges piss flap between them. Uh, in at number three, Fallout 76. Fallout 76. If you listened to the Bethesda conference I did, then you'll know I've gone in, in depth on why I'm excited about Fallout 76. And just to reiterate that, in case you didn't listen and you're just here for the wrap up for that good top 10 list. Fallout 76 is everything I wanted in a single player Fallout game but you've given us that cooperative element that seems to be the thing that's doing it for me at the minute like if games were porn co-op would be my top searched genre in on Pornhub that would be what it's all about that's what I'm into at the minute you know what I mean co-op is the gaming equivalent of my amateur POV <laughs> that's what I'm talking about that's where I'm at Fallout 76 I'm looking forward to getting in there I'm looking forward to building like a little fucking base a little community get a couple of the fucking couple of the beautiful bastards couple of the familia get them online well, let's, let's build something let's defend it let's get out there and just explore the wasteland together you know what I mean yes Fallout's a brilliant single player game but I I don't know if it's just the people I play with or what but like the group that I'd normally play with, my go-to players, I'm looking forward to roaming the wasteland with them more than I am roaming it by myself. Because if I roam it by myself, I know what's going to happen. I'm going to do fuck all, like I do on every single open world game. I trip advisor the shit out of it. I just, I'm off. I'm not doing quest. You got quest? Nah, you let wait, mate. I've got to go and review that. Uh, there's a small house just on the southernmost point of the map. Uh, nobody lives there, but I feel like it, it's well deserving of a TripAdvisor review. Uh, accommodation was a three star. There was definitely moss on the walls and uh, no running water, believe it or not. Uh, I mean, I know this is the wasteland, but why water is the very least I'd expect. Food, uh, I ate a rat, uh, two stars. Uh, I had no fire to cook it, so now I'm incredibly sick. One and a half stars. You know what I mean? That's what I do. That's me jam. I roam about in open world games. I trip advisor the shit out of everything and it just adds and exponentially increases my game time where I achieve nothing. You know what I mean? 
big problem. Well, not bad at the time. I'm, I'm immersed. I'm lost in a beautiful world that a team's painstakingly created. And my logic is, well, this place is beautiful. Why would I not want to explore every inch of it? Because the developers have put it there. I mean, there's some things in games I wonder if anybody else has seen. Like, it's just me. I'm the only one who's just off. Day 512. I'm exploring a small piece of the map that I didn't even think was a map. I thought it was a glitch. Turns out, there's a rock here. This rock, though, the definition. My god. Food, one star. You know what I mean? That's, that's what I do. So, Fallout 76, in at number three. Uh, I am toying with the idea, still toying. <sighs> that fucking collector's edition, the price has come out, UK £180 for that power armor helmet. And that seems like the sort of thing that I, that I should probably have in my life. I mean, I don't have, I don't have any helmets. When I think of everything I've collected over the years, uh, I've got a painfully low number of helmets. I had uh, one of them helmets that you wear, like baby's first helmet. You know, when um, you first get a bike and it's like somebody made a perfectly uh, spherical, like a gobstopper uh, and just cut it in half. And then packed it, you had to pack it out yourself with loads of like foam squares. And it was a perfect circle. It had no aerodynamics, no ergonomics to speak of. It was just a really fucking hard, perfect semicircle. That, that was that was one helmet I had. And then I opened my game in and I, I did get like an ergonomic, like like streamlined one. And that was a Power Rangers helmet. And I mean, looking back, that's that's literally the only two helmets I've ever had. I've never had, I've never had a power armor helmet. And I just think, how different could my life have been if if I'd had a power armor helmet with a built-in voice changer before this point, before my thirty-fourth anniversary of life on this planet? I don't know. It's just a, it's a thinker. You know what I mean? I think you'd be remiss not to give it some thought. Anyway, that's a number three. Number two, The Division 2. The Division 2 takes the silver medal. Uh, Jesus Christ, man. I'm a howie. Did you see the gameplay? Hmm? They didn't give us a trailer. Or if they did, it was, it was limited. Because a lot of it was just fucking straight up gameplay. It was everything you. It was everything Division One had nailed, but better. The setting, the season, everything. Just give me that game now. Now, I don't know what I'm gonna do here. I've got the Division One on PS4 when it first launched. When when that came out, there was no such thing as an Xbox One X. So now that I have an Xbox One X. It seems like a stupid idea not to buy the Division for the Xbox One X. But then all my Division 1 stuff that doesn't carry over in any way, shape or form. So it doesn't fucking matter. But still, there's that legacy on the PS4. What do I do? Do I buy a Pro? Do I buy a Pro? Swap the hard drives out? You know what I mean? Or do I just game pass the Division 1? And I think we've got a bit of a quiet period now. I can't write for... What's the next big one? What's the next big game coming out? 
you you tell me what's the next big game coming out so I don't have to dive into my list of releases that needs updating now by the way because A3 week has fucking drastically increased the size of that games to buy list uh, I don't know whether to just download the, during this quiet period I don't know whether to download the division on Xbox One X play through it all again get that end game content on the division one on the Xbox One X and now would be the good time to do it because there's going to be a fuckload of people who didn't play the division who are now going to get it through game pass so there's going to be a lot of low level people kicking about like myself which makes everything seem a little bit more appealing <clears throat> I mean I could just dive into the pile of shame and that would pr probably tick off some of them you know what I mean but anyway the division 2 just give me that game now man just give us it now I mean, I am the premier underground influencer. Surely, surely I deserve free games. That's the very least you would do. Games industry, the very least you would do is give me the Division 2 now. After everything I've done for you. After everything I've done for you. I've failed a YouTube career for you. Um, So it should be no surprise that uh, in at number one, the top spot, The Last of Us 2, yeah, the Last of Us one was something else. Just, just an experience I'd never had before. An experience many people hadn't even had before. Uh, and it was one that a lot of people had said it didn't need a sequel because it was such a perfect piece of art, is what it was. Everything about it, every element of that game, from uh, superficially the graphics were for PS3 you thought how the fucking hell is the PS3 achieving this uh, it was the pretty much the it was the final nail in the PS3's coffin it was the swan song it was the last hurrah for the PS3 and how they managed to get that looking that good on that generation just astounding uh, mechanically sound the story Perfection, paced, just you couldn't have, you couldn't, you'd think you couldn't replicate it. And then uh, everyone's like, it doesn't need a sequel, it's perfect as it is. This just needs to stand there as an example to all and sundry in every entertainment uh, sort of outlet, be it television, be it uh, Hollywood, silver screen, be it other games in the games industry. This, this is your measuring stick this is the king uh, and then you see the trailers for The Last of Us 2 and then we saw the gameplay and holy fucking shit like, that was it for me Like at that point uh, every piece of blood in my entire body was occupying the hype uh, there was cardiac arrest uh, I may have had a series of strokes. Uh, I'm talking about like the the brain injury, not just getting all of me hype and giving it a good stroke. You know what I mean? Just The Last of Us 2 just looks unbelievable. So that rounds off E3 week. And relax. E3 week's done. It's boxed off. Didn't get us wrong. I would have loved to have been there. However, I've got adulting to do. And I still work for someone else. So, 
the conferences have been covered. I mean, I didn't cover all of them, but the big ones were all covered. Um, thank you to anybody who who listened. By the way, I see, I see you, I see you, I see those numbers. Thank you for anybody who listened. Thank you for those who got involved uh, with the the discourse on Twitter and Facebook, uh, Instagram. Uh, all of all of those people who got involved. Thank you for for the interaction. Uh, that's a it's times like this when you see how just how fucking strong the community can be. Yes, it's it's an incredibly toxic community, and we're all aware of that. But like, at the same time, it's it it is it is the yin and yin and the yang. It is both light and dark. The, you get the absolute best and the absolute worst in this community, and all I've had so far is the absolute best this week. Uh, it's just been a phenomenal week for all of us. Um, just a massive fucking congrats to all of the the big the big companies out there who who put on a hell of a show this week and just let's all just have a breather shall we one i'm gonna go and lock myself in a room and update me games list because all them dates god damn all them dates jesus and uh, let's just have some honorable mentions for those who didn't make the top 10 who didn't make all franchises top 10 uh, the likes of uh, Sicaro Shadows Die Twice, that Tenchu, let's just call that Tenchu. Um, Resident Evil 2 Remake, again, you were so close to getting that in that top 10. What else? What else deserves a nod? What else? Do, Battlefield 5, that's got to deserve a nod, you know what I mean? Super Smash Bros, you know what I mean? So just like, but better luck next year, lads. Keep keep slugging away. Just because you didn't crack that top ten, you still you still a cut above everybody else. Don't be disheartened. I know everybody wants a slice. Everybody wants to place in the top ten on franchise buys games. Everybody does. We know that. We know that. Keep trying. Okay? God loves a trier. Any of the gods, you choose. Your choice. They all love triers. Uh, common theme in deities. They bloody love a trier. Optimism. Optimism prime. Optimist prime. That's what they love. Boys and girls. Uh, again, uh, to those who have left reviews during this E3 week, you are, without a shadow of a doubt, a beautiful bastard. And if I would thank you any other way than sending air nudes than I would however take some air nudes uh, if you've enjoyed what's happened day to day or indeed throughout this entire E3 madness week I'd very much appreciate it if you would be so kind as to leave a, a review on Apple iTunes Apple Podcasts sorry search franchise buys games I mean you've already found it you know what I mean just a, a nice review would be very much appreciated uh, I am on Twitter Facebook page Instagram on all them social networks uh, I'd like to hear what your maybe not your top 10 I mean if you've got a top 10 fuck it, I would like to hear it you don't even have to say hello just contact us however you want and just give us a list and then let's boil the piss off that you know what I mean, let's have a bit of interaction and until next time boys and girls which I believe will be the State of Decay 2 franchise buys games which I might even record now. No. No. Give it a rest, eh? 
give it a rest. You've done enough damage this week. Arsehole. Laters.